All right. Got Justin on the podcast today. We're rolling, Justin. Uh, good evening. <laughs> it's the afternoon, actually. That's right. It is the afternoon. Five, five days in a row today. Or sorry, five days in a row this week. Yeah, I didn't come to do CompDev today because I've already been in the gym for Monday through Friday. Yeah. And this yeah. morning, I just... Um, Tired. Well, yeah, I woke up with <laughs> with some time to, to spare, and I I thought, okay, breakfast, comp dev. I chose breakfast. Oh, for sure, you got to choose breakfast, Mike. Well, you were here last week, and Mike didn't even eat breakfast. I was surprised. That looked wrong. Mike was like, something's wrong. Oh yeah, I didn't eat breakfast. I was like, can you give me six minutes to have a bagel? It's <laughs> like, Mike, this is not going to go well for you. You got through it. I guess when you're 22, you can do that. So, Justin, finish your L1. This is the first topic I want to talk about. Finish your L1. How did that go? Tell us about the L1 experience. Because I was two days. Okay. Uh, So it was a weekend in August. Yeah. Uh, About 40 attendees uh, from from all over Ontario, actually, some from deep in Quebec. I don't think there were any Americans. Some people came from far away. So I... uh, I was pretty glad that it was it was easy. It was in Ottawa, and I yeah. just had to drive. Yeah. Uh, Who's your flowmaster? Flowmaster was from CrossFit Laval, Matt. Yeah, Matt. He's been doing that for a while. Good. Yeah, he's a sailor. <laughs> Actually, he he noticed uh, first first thing. I, I walk in, um, and we have to line up to to show our 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 proof of payment Mm -hmm. and then they tell us you know this is the code that you'll be writing or yeah writing on the the test sheet and then once all that stuff is done that's when they start the session yeah but uh we're waiting in line and matt is saying hi to everybody in line and i'm wearing my boat shoes and and he just uh he just he just talks about my shoes and go what so what's so special oh and then i found out later he's he's a sailor okay and how was the course? Learn some, hopefully you learned something new, learned something different. The, the course was, was difficult physically. Physically okay. it was difficult. I, I, we, we spend most of the time with a PVC yeah. holding yeah. positions yeah. and then getting corrected on positions. Yeah. And um, you sweat a lot. And it's, it was the middle of August. Yeah. And, and of course, there's a, there's a workout every day. And the workouts are, are simple, but they're also difficult. Yeah, because you're getting corrected too. And you're getting, is, do they still do the workout in pairs? So one person does a workout, one person coaches, and then you reverse? That, uh, uh, that format was, was used on the second day. On the first day, it, okay. was, it was very much just the workout, go as hard as you can. On the second day, then we got the chance to, to coach. Okay, cool. To use some cues uh, and the uh, uh, the trainers, yeah, the the staff, they they'd walk around and and question you on what you've done so far, and uh, mm-hmm. I was I was I was pretty amazed that you know this was during a workout, eight minute workout. Mm-hmm. They'd they'd walk around, and I'm pretty sure they they got a chance to to see all of us. Yeah, they're they're. They're very good at their craft. They practice it quite a bit. Um, even working with a PVC, right? It's pretty amazing when they can get that PVC in a front rack position on their shoulders. 
and you're using your chin, like I'm still using my chin to get that PVC into that front rack position. And they do it with relative ease or what looks like relative ease. It's pretty impressive. Right, and they give, uh, they give short cues and it, it corrected some of my problems. I've got, I've got issues with my traps. They're always mm -hmm. overly engaged. I need to work to disengage them before most uh, weightlifting workouts. Okay, nice. Um, but I think it was uh, overhead squat, which, uh, which usually really uh, lights up my traps. Mm -hmm. And it was, it, yeah, it was, uh, it was Tremblay, Paul Tremblay. He just gave a quick cue to keep my, uh, my shoulders engaged. And I had no problems with keeping that, that PVC overhead with nice. that cue. Any, anything you're gonna take away or something you saw in that course that were like, oh, I wish we would do this more at uh, YOW. Uh, okay. Squat rehab. Squat rehab. Squat okay. rehab. Well, actually, also, it's. I mean, that's. And 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 tell everybody what you mean by squat rehab. Well, it's actually taking a good half hour to to learn how to squat and to, mm -hmm. to correct the, the fundamentals. It, it could be boring, could be painful, but it's very necessary. And I've, I've, I've thrown out my back um, a few times, not, not in the last years, but the last time I, I hurt my back was doing a wall ball because I, I just didn't have uh, any, any concept of midline stabilization, how that's Okay, like yeah, on the way the down, point. drive it on the way up, heels down, push on the outside of the heels. Well, that's you're supposed to keep your core engaged the whole time, yeah. you know, and, and you're supposed yeah. to also breathe. And that's not a skill that, that yeah. I was uh, ever trained in doing. And it's oh. only in doing squat rehab. There we go. Give me something to think about. Yeah, I just, um, me and Emma were working on breathing techniques for the squat uh, this week. Definitely helps. There we go, there's something to work on, something to program next week. Everybody's got a heads up now. Um, how was the test? How was the exam? Right, I'm very, uh, I'm strategic when it comes to test taking. So I, um, I skipped the questions that I spent too much time thinking about and mm -hmm. you know, marked it in the, uh, in the margins that I should go back to it. There was about five questions that I found confusing. I knew that the passing grade was 36 out of 55 or something like that. Um, and yeah, don't quote me on that, but it, it's something around that. It's something around that, yeah. Uh, I knew I was, I didn't have that many wrong answers, but definitely had five answers where I had no clue. And usually it was on the points of performance, um, so on the movements. Mm -hmm. So none of this was on paper. I read the, uh, the manual before, before doing the test, uh, you know, in the two weeks before taking the course. I mm -hmm. read the whole manual. And there isn't anything written about points of performance. That's stuff you actually have to write down during the, the course. During the course, okay. Yeah, so, and that's, that's actually a, a term that I never used. It was, it was, it was a new term for me, and then I see the, in, the, uh, in the test, the, word, the words points of performance are, mm -hmm. are, are a little bit everywhere. And those are the ones that, that I didn't know much about. Yeah, you're not supposed to talk about what's on the test, right? That's no. something, yeah. Yeah, well, there's, there's five different sections, I think. Yeah, mine was, uh, was copy B. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember my test either. But there are five different sections, and some people find it real hard 
some people find it a little tricky. Some people, yeah, they're, I guess, just strategic about it and answer the questions they can. But that's good. So overall, good experience? Yeah. You know what? The, the nutrition part, I, I found easy. Mm-hmm. I, I guess I'm, I, I read a lot about that anyway. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I, I knew what a polyunsaturated fat was and what um, DHAs and EPAs are. Even the, uh, uh, the ratios that are, are supposed to be ideal in a diet. And, and that's, um, yeah, that's mentioned in the course. I think it's also in the, in the manual. Mm-hmm. That came up on the test. But yes. yeah, I heard that that's, that's what a lot of people have a hard time with. But I, I didn't question anything, question anything on the, the nutrition part. It was mostly the, the, uh, the actual activities that we were doing on the weekend that translated into test questions. Those were, those were difficult. Okay. So, you've, uh, you've gone on some travels recently this summer, visited some CrossFit boxes. How many CrossFit boxes did you visit on your travel travels? Uh, all right. In, in France, I visited one. In Italy, I visited one. Yeah. And in Quebec, I, I dropped into one that I always stop by anyway okay. when, I, when I go through Quebec. So the ones in, uh, or the one in France, the one in Italy, tell me something that you found very peculiar and something that you found, wow, I wish, again, they would have uh, this maybe at uh, YOW. Because when I always go to boxes, when I travel, I tend to bring something back and tend to see something like, ooh, I don't know if I would do that. Those kinds of things. Anyway, you don't have to mention the boxes, but... (laughs) And it's not that it's it's something it's something bad, but just something you're like, oh, that's that's interesting. I, I wonder why they do that, or that's peculiar. Or uh, the one in France, you. the one in France was uh, I I didn't really know when the start time was. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I it, it was it was it was a little confusing for me. I I didn't really know who the coaches were. Very laissez-faire. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, and both uh, both at, at the box in France and in Italy, in Italy there's there's a girl reception and um what do you mean by a girl and you're saying that kind of like quotation brackets here yeah someone just takes care of the admin stuff okay and um so it's a person at the front actually have you know like a you know front desk yeah and it's it's also a you know merch shop at the same time yeah uh and i i was looking for a a lacrosse ball in france and and the guys are like no no you gotta buy it Oh, <laughs> so I spent five euro on a red lacrosse ball from oh. from their shop on top of the twenty euro drop in fee, which I found uh, pretty expensive. The t-shirt deal doesn't exist there. The t-shirt is separate from the drop in fee. Okay, so it's twenty euros to drop in, which is like forty bucks Canadian. Uh, maybe thirty. Thirty. Yeah. Okay. All right. But you can stay as long as you want. Uh, right. There's no, I mean, yeah. it is. So you took full advantage. You're like, oh, well, I'm staying sure. here now for two hours. <laughs> yeah. That's um, 20 euros. And uh, when, you, uh, when you show up, there's a, you got to give a high five to everybody. This is the one in France. Yeah. And that, that was at the start, not at, not at the end, which I found, I found, I found different. Is is nice, but you know I didn't know any of these people, so the high five didn't mean much to me. But when I saw them yeah. giving high fives to each other and really going out of their way to walk around the gym, mm-hmm. stop somebody's workout, 
to give them five. Yeah, it's a very, uh, but that's a that's a very European thing. Like when I played soccer growing up, it was when you got to practice, you shook everybody's hand who was there, and then as people showed up, they would shake your hand, and it's it's just uh, it's, it's it's the old school European mentality, right? It's that's how you introduce yourself, and that's the way. They're definitely supposed to do it. In North America, we don't generally do that. We're like, hey, how's it going? How's it going? And that's kind of it. That's kind of the equivalent. Um, so there was no coaches. Hold on, let me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There was. There was. A, he was. He was the owner, actually. I think. Uh, yeah. So name? we're talking France. Coach Vincent. Yeah, in France. So but... you kind of showed up. You got your red lacrosse ball, and then you were. Did you know who the coach was? Eventually, yeah. Eventually, <laughs> eventually, we figured it out. Okay. Yeah, I I called beforehand, and I was uh, I was speaking with the girl at the reception, mm-hmm. um, and she just stayed kind of in her in her hole. Yeah. The, the little the shop admin yeah. corner. She was doing her thing. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Um, and and she 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 kind of knew you know how to uh, yeah. how, how to direct me, but you know I. I I figured my way out. That was fine. Okay. And then you figured out who the coach was, and then you didn't know exactly when the start time was. And did you say, like, all right, let's gather around the whiteboard? Or was there a gathering around the whiteboard? It was like, no, oh, yeah, we'll just, the whiteboard. We go. Well, the, the writing. You know what? In, in France, and this is not just, I guess, in the CrossFit world, but in, in university, too, the, the French profs, I remember in university, uh, the, the profs that would come from France, they would have... Uh, not very good whiteboard skills. They would write small. They would use Greek letters instead of just, you know, cos of A or cos of B. You know, oh, in, in North America, we try to, um, we, we want things to be clear. But in France, that's not so important, right? So okay. they, if it was a math class and it was a French prof, it would be sign of alpha, sign of beta in, in most First year students didn't know their Greek yeah, alphabet, no. right? I didn't know what that is. Yeah, but I guess that's same thing in the in the CrossFit box. The writing was so small on the board, written in English. Okay, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, and actually there were big signs English. all over. Cool. You know, eat uh, meat, vegetables, uh, nuts and seeds. That, Where is this that in France thing. again? This was in Nice. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So the the whole. Uh, uh, nutrition component was written in English. Uh, the box rules were written in English. Oh, really? Yeah, this was both in France and in Italy. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's uh, that's interesting. Okay. But class, how many classes did you go to in France? Uh, just one. Okay. So yeah. just one. So you only had one in France. But in Italy, you went to multiple classes, right? Yeah, yeah. I took, uh, you know, 10 Ten visit pass in in Rome. Okay. And this was a this was a small um, physical space, but it was packed. It was full of people, nice. mostly guys. Nice. And they um, they were amazed at how much I could squat. And I'm not I'm, I'm very average when it comes to well those numbers. It's, that's but that's relative, right? Yeah. Like you're average. Maybe you feel like in North. I feel like I'm very average in North America when you see like. The Instagram accounts and the PRs going up, and you're like, oh, all right. But yeah, I guess you go over there, and uh, squatting is, you know, strength training is something that is very specific to maybe the sport you're doing. Uh, whereas here, it's kind of a general physical skill that we've kind of embraced, right? Yeah. Um, 
Okay, so they were impressed by that. Nice. I mean, no, nice. they were I impressed like by a lot of things, and they go, "Justin, you're number one." <laughs> and often, I, you nice. know, I, I would, I would top the uh, what, the whiteboard. I would be. Uh, oh, so you're I the beast really of the box. Good. Yeah, <laughs> and I was actually nice. Um, between uh, or after, you know, after a class would end, and 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 if I saw somebody try out muscle ups and they were having a hard time, I would just give them advice, which I nice. was not allowed. Let the coaches coach, but the, the coaches don't really coach in Italy. They, they, oh. uh, I, they usually just stood in the same corner, which is, you don't do that. As, uh, I'm a teacher, and, and I never stand in the same place in my classroom. I, I, yeah. I have to walk around, or else the kids get rowdy. Sure. And I know in, in a box, it's, 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 it's not, not the same motivation, but you know, you gotta walk around if, you know, yeah. even if it's just to stay comfortable yourself. If you stay in the same place, you're gonna have a sore back. Yeah. And, and, and people want, whether it's uh, uh, coaching or acknowledgement, like it's, it's better if it's close and not from across the room, right? Um, for sure, yeah, you gotta walk around. But no, oh, that's interesting. Well, they coach, they stay in the same place, but uh, that's good. So physical space was small, but classes are full, mostly guys. Interesting, interesting stuff. How's, and the experience overall was just, just different. You're like, okay, it's just different. Like, but good oh, workouts, yeah. good programming. Uh, the programming was, was fine. Yeah, yeah it, was, it, was, it was probably more, um, more lungs, more lungs mm -hmm. than what we do here. More conditioning. Yeah, and it was, uh, it was actually hard with the heat because it, it was 40 degrees every day and, and it's just normal yeah. for them, right? I, I was dying. Yeah. And I, I lost a lot of weight this summer, and I think it's just it's the heat. You don't you don't feel like eating. Even the summer here, it's been uh, it's been a it's been a humid summer for sure. So team series coming up. We're on the same team. How are you feeling about that? <laughs> uh, I'll just do it. That's right. There you go. It's just fun. It's yeah. just. Ah! That's my bad. It's just absolutely uh, about fun and doing the workout. We got 10 teams now. Um, so I wanted your reaction to this, but next weekend when we do this, uh, I'm working Friday, Sunday, so we're going to have to do all the workouts on Saturday. That's fine. <laughs> what day is that? Uh, it's 21st. 21st, I think, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's fine. I'll... Okay. It replaces sure. comp dev, so I don't I don't get to uh, destroy myself. That's right. Hopefully it'll be uh, hopefully it'll be a max lift of some sort or a three rep max of some sort, a short wad, and then we'll have to grind out the last two. And uh, yeah, because I'm not uh, working at the fire hall Friday and Sunday, so uh, fortunately that'll be our our only day to do it. But the weekend after, I'm off Saturday, but we can do it either uh, Friday night with the group. Or okay, Sunday. so it's going to be everybody. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, uh, everybody's doing it Friday, Saturday. So for Saturday, everybody's going to do it with us. Then the following week, we can break it up Friday and uh, Sunday after open gym if the workouts are really hard or we want to kind of ease into them a bit. Yeah, this is your third time doing team series? I think just second. I, second? I, I didn't do last year. I'm not a, I'm not, I'm not a big team player. <laughs> I never initiate when okay. it comes to uh, joining a team. 
No. No, oh, except for, yeah, that one comp in April. I was the one who signed myself up and had to go find a, a partner for that. Yeah, you got Goose. Yep. Was that your first team comp? It was my first team comp, yeah. Tell us about that. Tell us about um, your first team comp experience. Was that your first comp? Ever? No, my first comp was uh, 2016. Um, at, it was that closer comp. Yeah. The Clash. The Clash. Yeah, so that was my first one, and I, I, December, I right? placed perfectly. Yeah. yeah, fifth place, which means I get the highest rank without having to go into finals. Okay. Why, you don't want to go to the final? You don't want to... Oh, no. Well, no? Yeah, especially after seeing it, it looked terrible. It was uh, with, the, uh, with the assault bike. And, right, uh, at the end, right? Yeah. That was the assault bike, the two-on-two, -two, or the one-on-one or the -on -one assault bike. Yeah. Yeah. Assault well, bike and, and overhead squats at an impossible yeah. weight. There are more and more comps locally right now. What's your feeling on uh, competition as, um, you know, I think me and you both are kind of mid-level athletes. And what, what would you say to people who are nervous about competition? Who are thinking about competing, but they're like, well, I don't know about competing CrossFit, but really it's... You know, most, most competitions now either have divisions or they have a scaling workout, uh, which definitely helps. But at the end of the day, like, we all go back to work on Monday and get back in the box Monday night, right? Yeah. I've never been um, totally wrecked from a, from a comp. Yeah. Actually, I'm more, I'm more wrecked from comp dev than the natural comp. Uh, <laughs> I make sure to... Make my own lunch and bring it. And uh, so at the last comp, uh, me and Goose, we uh, we really organized the the lunch. And we decided, okay, we're we're gonna make this picnic style, and I'm gonna make an egg foo young. You bring you bring the snacks, I bring the meal, and it was uh, oh, sweet. But we were we were well fed for for that comp. Good. Yeah, and I mean I saw <clears throat> I was spying on other people's uh, lunches. Mm -hmm. I think there was only. One other competitor who, who brought a lunch. Everyone else was, you know, drinking, uh, drinking liquid. Well, I brought eating lunch. stuff, packaged I got, stuff. I got my like uh, Emma made uh, the pizzas, and I brought my pizzas for the day. Okay, you probably hit in the corners. So no yeah, way. I do that when I eat. <laughs> I don't really want to be interrupted, so I, I kind of find a quiet spot and eat peace, and you know, kind of in peace for a little bit. One slice at a time. Um, yeah, would you in, would you encourage people to work? Uh, sorry, to go to competitions? Would you be like, well, you should get to a certain point and then compete? What's your What's your feeling on that? Uh, it, in my case, it, it it kind of that the first comp I did really motivated me afterwards to to have some concrete uh, points to to improve. Mm -hmm. Um, I learned one valuable lesson of a first comp uh, because I had dropped the barbell doing doing a power clean. Mm -hmm. I, I lost my hook grip, and I just thought oh, I'll just I'll just get this this one lift because the judge is yelling at me and, and I got to do them continuously. But the uh, the barbell actually it just flew out of my hands, and, yeah. and that was the the one time where actually I learned for real hook grip has. As, as its value. purpose, yeah. yeah. Hook group does have value for sure.
not just uh, to lift more and to lift better, but for safety purposes, for sure. Um, it's definitely, I definitely find that competition uh, sparks people to get better at their weaknesses because you're in front of people, you're competing also with people. There's, there's a leaderboard, which a lot of the leaderboards now um, are online. Whereas in the gym, you know, if a workout doesn't work out and there's a weakness, well, you may not see that weakness again for a week and a half, two weeks. And you tend like to, well, it's just like everybody's working out and nobody really sees me and because I'm doing my own workout, I'm still getting really, really fit. But competitions tend to do that, right? They tend to be like, oh, all right, so here are the good things that went well and here are the things I need to work on because if it shows up at another comp I want to do or shows up in the open, I'll be ready for it. And as much as every gym tries to have balanced programming, um, we always tend to have a bias, right? A little bit of a bias. The better gyms have less of a bias because they get, uh, they get a secondary person. Like I always have them uh, kind of look over the programming before it's released on our community page to make sure that it's somewhat balanced across the board and it's and it flows well from the previous week into this week uh and i also tell her like well for example like dumbbell overhead squats we did them two weeks ago they're going to come back this week because we need to work on them same with uh, not next week but kettlebell snatches you know we we went through a period there that we need to and we need to keep working on kettlebell snatches so I feel like competition really, really does that and, and makes people focuses uh, makes people focus on those on those weaknesses for sure. Another thing that competition um, does that nothing else will do is uh, drive up your nerves. Mm. And you'll like I really pushed myself uh, the last competition in in April and um, I ripped in my hands. But didn't feel it until the evening, and I didn't even—I didn't even notice that my hands were ripped until I went to the bathroom an hour later, and so and I, I, I saw it. I, I didn't feel it even, so I, I didn't feel the the, the rips. Yeah. Um, I, it was just so much adrenaline. Yeah. And I, I guess only under those circumstances do you do you go all out. Oh, for sure. Like Mike on the on the ring muscle ups. I was like, listen, man, I'm, I'll I'll hold that barbell up first and. You max out the muscle-ups and then I'll go. It's like, if I do my max sets, I'm gonna rip. I was like, well, it's your call, but I'm only gonna get like three, four, five maybe. So if we wanna be competitive and maybe get into that final wad, uh, I have to go for it. And he did and did my muscle-ups and he went back and did more muscle-ups <laughs> on the rings. And I, I think he felt it definitely for the next week, but no, I agree, like competition does, does funny things where like during the time like you know what yeah this isn't that bad this isn't that bad and then all of a sudden the next day like oh this is bad (laughs) yep (laughs) but that's and again i stress i you know i try to stress that during the week uh and during the months but then during the open you know kind of let people off off the leash a little bit and say you know if you want to get your your uh, best time by all means you may have to sacrifice something. Understand it's the open, it's, it's once a year. If you don't want to, you don't have to, but 
you know, you may rip on a, on a pull-up bar, right? Speaking about the open, what are your thoughts? I'm just curious, because you, this will be, 2019 will be your fourth open? Uh, yeah, I started doing the open in 16, 16, 17, 18. It'll be my fourth. Yeah. Your fourth open. Tell me your thoughts about the open. Um, is it valuable? Is it not valuable? Do you do, you do it because uh, it's, it's what the gym does? And prior, you know, if you, you wouldn't do it otherwise. Um, do you like the atmosphere? Do you like it at first? And then by week five, I just want to get this over with. And... And all of that. <laughs> all of that. It's, you know, I, I, it's a necessary evil. Um, actually, the... Uh, the first open I, I did was the first uh, it was the first time I, I, I really was completely out um, the, the day after it was uh, 16.4 uh, that was the one with uh, the with, with 50 uh, 50 deadlifts and it's a it was a repeat the next the next year yeah and actually the next 55 year 55 deadlifts that's right no 50 or 55 oh my it was, it was at 225, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the, the first year, it, it actually uh, um, it gave me a headache, but not, not during, not after, but the next day. Uh-huh. And, and it just, I mean, it, it, it taught me stuff. It taught me, um, taught me some, um, some, some lifestyle lessons that I, I, sh- I, should, uh, I should follow in terms of posture, uh-huh. uh, how I sleep, how I position myself when I sleep, uh, all sorts of stuff. You, you know, and this unless you're you're actually um, lifting heavy and stuff, I guess all all these bad habits they'll they'll catch up with you anyway. But yeah. but you won't notice them until you're actually too too weak to. They bring them to the forefront. Oh yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the the year after my during my second open, I had to drop out of the open. Uh, because I was just doing, I was doing too much heavy lifting for mm-hmm. for me, mm-hmm. uh, too frequently, and and then I was getting frequent headaches, uh, and so yeah. I, I I went to a chiropractor, old school chiropractor, and he 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 told me this is just tension, but it's a nerve problem, and and you just gotta go easier, and, and then. Remedied that went a little lighter. We had that, uh, you know, we had that shift later in terms of programming. We did more conditioning for sure. After that open, shortly after that open, we changed our philosophy a little bit there. Yeah, yeah, there was a big change that year. Uh, which I mean, it's it's good for me. It was there's there's too much, too much frequent heavy lifting yeah. uh, before that for uh, just for my my own body type. Yeah, I think for a lot of people. So I don't think that was an exclusive problem uh, to one or two people, for sure. I know my own body, too. My, uh, that's my right hip was under, like, a lot of... It was just... It was getting bad. It was getting really bad to the point where I was like, okay, I don't, I don't know if I'm going to go bolo parallel, like, three or four times a week anymore with any kind of heavy load. And that's, again, that's not, that's not the purpose of CrossFit, right? The purpose of CrossFit is, is obviously like heavy has a place, but it's only, you know, at most 20% of what we should be doing. Because you have the gymnastics, you have conditioning, and then you have 
um, the nutrition and then, you know, all those other things um, that we need to work on and, and heavy loading three, four times, like even three times a week is a bit much. If you go heavy twice a week with any kind of lift, like that's, that's pretty good. Like I'm talking over 70% of, of what you're doing. Right, and I'm interested in longevity too. It's not, it's not just. Uh, yeah, I, I wanna, I wanna rank first in, you know, the little Ottawa competition. For that's, sure, that's not. No, you want to be able to squat snatch when you're 85. For sure. Not, and if it's yeah, and I tell people that like, great, there's there's Mike Friesen over there like squat snatching 275, but if I showed you an 85 year old grandmother squat snatching 45 pounds, what would be more impressive to you? Most people say the grandmother, like, like perfect technique overhead. She's not squinting. She comes up. She's fine. Like, whew. She's, she's built to last, right? 100%. But do you, um, would you recommend, I think, I think I know the answer. Like you would obviously recommend the open, but what would you say, what would you give as a, as a warning to people like doing their first open? Because we have a lot of new people in the gym. Um, people have approached me in terms of like, what's the open or what's the team series? And, you know, what's, what's our cycle in terms, of, uh, in terms of programming? And it does kind of, doesn't rotate around the open, but we definitely have a reset after the open. And I kind of use the open to look at uh, where are some gaps that we could work on. Um, because the open so, always kind of demonstrates that. So what would you say to people as a bit of a warning going into their uh, first open or even their second open? Eat. Eat. <laughs> don't, don't do it on an empty stomach ever. Yeah. yeah. Are you a fan of the uh, one and done or uh, would you like, you know, do it, do it on a Friday. So give the op yourself the opportunity maybe to read you on a Sunday or you're like, you know what? One and done is fine. I'm good with that. I've, I've actually improved my score once on my first open. Um, okay. That was one where there was a, there was a, there was an increasing uh, uh, squat, squat clean. Mm, I remember that one, yeah. Yeah, so I, I improved that and I actually, after doing it once, I, I actually knew how many, how much I could lift, how much I could get under the time cap Mm -hmm. And just as long as I'd get all those those double unders, so I was I was a lot more uh, a lot more strategic mm -hmm. after having it done it once. Uh, but sometimes that was the only time that was my first open. And when when you think, oh, I could do this one twice, so I'll I'll do it on Friday and and I'll come back later. Uh, sometimes you just um, you don't have the energy anymore, and and you didn't you didn't expect it. Yeah. So uh, it's pretty rare to. To be able to to improve your score, and there was one where I was actually able to do it twice, but I uh, my score didn't improve. Okay. And that was, uh, I think this was this year. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was disappointing, but I knew it. Uh -huh. I knew it going into it, but there you go. I learned my lesson. It's in. It is interesting how you know if 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 I program a workout on Tuesday, nobody wants to redo it like on Thursday or wants to do it in open gym because it's done and we all move on. But uh, when the open happens and I, I do this myself, it's like, well, that score is gonna be online for the world to see. And I'm gonna do it Friday and I'll probably more times than not redo it on Sunday and not because I got fitter. 
in a period of 48 hours, but just I can plan this better. Right, okay. and I know how it feels, and I know when to push, when to hold back, when to rest, uh, use a different kind of grip, use a different kind of pacing. Uh, the longer workouts, I probably won't redo. Like last year, uh, was it that first workout? I didn't redo. I did it once. That was that was good enough. <laughs> that was brutal. The burpee one, though, I think I redid. I think I tried that three times just because I was not I was not happy with the score. Is that eighteen point zero? No, eighteen point two. It was like the burpee, um, the burpee, then the dumbbell front squats with oh, the I one did, RM. I did well on that. The one rep squat clean. It was just then I saw Brett Fikowski's time after, and I was like, okay, it's 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 a tall guy thing. Like we're not this, we're not built for that. We can only squat so fast. We can only do burpees so fast. Like. There'll be another workout for us, <laughs> but that was a that was that was the tough one where I kind of yeah didn't like that one at all. But it was fun, and again, it's I'm 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 a fan of if people want to redo it, they can for sure. But understand, like you said, the score is not going to drastically improve overnight for most people, right? It may improve a little bit. Well, you know what if. Um... If, if my ranking is, is close or just under somebody that, that I know I can do better, especially <laughs> in the gym, that's, that's a motivating factor. Yeah, that's true. That's a motivating factor. I, I, I want to do – now I think I'm at a point in my life where I want, I want to make a plan. And when I make, when, when I make a plan, I want it to go exactly uh, to plan if I have to redo it again. And then if it goes to plan and somebody beats me who uh, I feel that we're close, I'm, I'm indifferent because, you know, that's, that's fine. And they obviously push a little bit harder and, and they deserve it or they're a little bit fitter uh, with those movements. And again, that's, that's fine. That's, I'm not too worried about that. Previously, I would be like, oh, I got to try it a fourth time. But now you're expanding. Now you're going into like injury zone doing the same workout for the fourth time in a period of four days it's it's not a, it's not a recipe I've never for tried that I, I know better oh I've 2000, 2015 I probably did one workout the chest of our one I think it was that one probably tried that one four times and just couldn't get over the hump yeah alright so last question um, the workout that you would never want to do would never do on your own unless it's absolutely necessary, unless it's programmed or it's an open workout. Or some people have not actually said a workout, but a movement either. They're just like, oh, this, I just, uh. You know what, it would be that workout, I've done it twice, and it's the one that, that kind of triggered my headaches uh, in, oh. in 2000, uh, 2016, or was it 2017? Uh, it, Open think, workout? No, it, it was a it was a gym workout. Okay. Um, and Uh-oh. the the last bit is only like ten deadlifts at one thirty five, but it's everything at one thirty five. DT. No, no, no it's, 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 it's not. It's this is this no? is one that uh, that that the gym came up with. It's not. Uh, it's not from CrossFit. Everything at one thirty-five. Everything at one thirty-five. Oh, I better look it up. So, is uh, we we did it. 
Uh, we did it in, in June. It's not Air Force. We did it again in, in the, the February uh, of 2000. We did it this June. We previously did it this uh, June. We did it in June 2016 and then February oh, wow. 2017. You're, you're specific about this one. Yeah, uh, but it, it's a long one. And, and the last set, if you finish the workout, is just 10 deadlifts at 135. But it, it destroys you because it's just all these weightlifting. Okay, folks, we're going to have to look this up. Give me a second here because now I'm interested. Oh, so I looked it up in my, in my log. I could, I could find so, it. So, so when? Give me the date. Uh, yeah, February uh, 2017. February 2017. And it ends with deadlifts. Yeah. Okay. Let's see if I can find it here, guys. Just give me a second. I know you guys don't like dead space on the podcast. Oh, Dead space. I don't know how to. I don't know how to do that. It's called uh, editing. If I don't want to edit this, I want this to be. You know, no, it's not that week. Uh, nope. Is it four rounds, five power cleans, five bar facing burpees, fifteen deadlifts at one eighty-five? Uh, no, it's. it's 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 uh, straight through. It's, it's oh, it's a, a chipper. Yeah, it's a chipper, and it ends. That's right. With one thirty-five deadlifts. No, not that week. Um, let's see here. Oh, not a Tuesday, not a Wednesday, not the Thursday. Okay, we're into the last week of February here of 2017. Oh, sorry. We're at, you said February 2017, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and we haven't done in 2018, right? Oh, uh, I don't remember. Uh, I wasn't here. I can't I, find I never, it. I haven't done it since. All right, we're yeah. going to have to... June have to... June 2016? I think it was June 6th, 2016. But we, we all know your records are kind of off. They're off. Well, sometimes, and this is, you know what? Sometimes I will uh, do a workout before you guys because I don't know how it's going to go. So I'm pretty good at... Not pretty good, but I have a, I have a more... I have... Decent amount of knowledge now that I can give a, a you know a adequate cap, but there are workouts that I come up with that I don't know how they're going to go, but they're really good. I think that's going to be a really good workout, yep. so I have to test it. And when I test, I put it in my book and my score on maybe like two days before, or even like sometimes a week before. I'm like, okay, I thought that was going to be like a 17 minute cap, but we need to increase it to 25. Or it's a set, I thought it was going to be 17 minutes. And you know what? 11 minutes will suffice. It was a lot faster than I thought. Um, okay. Ending with, well, we'll have to post that somewhere on our next. Uh, or I'll just look it up in my book. I could find it probably easier. Because I know my records are accurate. Oh, yeah? How fast could you find it? Uh, maybe two minutes. Okay, go. Quick. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I know we're over. Uh, 40 minutes here. We're going to try to cut it short. Justin's hurrying real fast. He's going to be back with the book.
you know, while I have you guys on the podcast, if you guys are listening, we got the Tasteful Eight coming up, which is teams of four, Monday on Thanksgiving weekend, 10-minute workouts on the hour for uh, eight hours. Let everybody ask you every workout. We got 158 Remembrance Day WAD, which is obviously November 11th. We have uh, Motion Ball. So we're looking for more people doing Motion Ball October 27th. Um, I know I'm forgetting something, but I know the Christmas party. Guys, email me about that December 7th, which is going to be at the Heart and Crown in Barhaven at 7.30. Last workout of the day will be canceled, and we'll all be heading over there. How are we doing, Justin? Okay. Oh, you got uh, it. Mm. Yeah, so it was uh, February 9th, 2017. Okay. Uh, well, that day we did, we did knee mom thrusters and chest to bar. And then the wad from June 15th of okay. the previous year, 20 minute cap, 50 cal row, 40 thrusters at 45 or overhead squat. I think it says 95. Uh huh. And 30 shoulder to overhead, 135. Front squat at 185, I did 165. Uh huh. And 10 deadlifts at 225, I did 195. I scored 1754 and I wrote migraine. Afterwards. Oh, geez. Yeah. So, uh, so it's, it's more of a like the deadlifts at the end are always what get you? Oh, yeah. No, it, okay. it kind of, you know, I guess it triggers my spine or something. You know, it's, it's in the neck. Uh, so if I had to, if that was programmed this week, what would you say? Would you be like, I'm not coming in that day? <laughs> I'd, I'd give it a try. Yeah, I'd give it a try. It's just I'd probably do the workout and nothing else. Yeah. And, um, and definitely a warm-up for deadlifts. Yeah just to, to keep perfect form the whole time and then and then keep 50 minutes after to to do a trap scrub yeah okay well that's that's legitimate to be one of your worst workouts anyways well i'm gonna wrap it up taking enough of your time thank you for coming on justin appreciate it my pleasure and uh yeah we're gonna do more podcasts guys now that i'm in Barhaven. sorry about the lull and uh, hopefully we'll get uh, some more members on and make this a bi-weekly uh, podcast to start. Thank you.